When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, what is up and welcome back to the Gen Z Girl podcast. My name is Abby Aslan and I am the host. It is currently Saturday afternoon around 3.45. I went to my last football game um, as a student at the University of Alabama, so that was pretty sad this morning, I guess, even though we played like a cupcake team. Um, I'm probably only going to remember my last home game as an undergrad being the LSU game since that was a much more important game, but anyways... Um, I am just ready to record this episode. I've been putting it off all week because I haven't been feeling very motivated to record it and I wanted to get into a space where I felt motivated so I could like give my best tips and be, um, I guess in my best mindset to record it. So I'm going to be talking about all of my like best study tips, um, just to prepare everyone for finals because I know they're coming up for everyone and just like burnout and just kind of like self-care whenever you're really stressed out and busy with finals and all of that kind of stuff. This was um, pretty highly requested and I just figured it was really good timing. I know that I go on Thanksgiving break this week and um, when I get back, I have dead week, which just means we aren't really supposed to have anything due or really have any tests during dead week. And then when we get back from dead week, or not when we get back from dead week, after dead week, it's finals week. And then we're done with the semester and I don't know how it's gone by so fast. Like I literally don't understand um and about like the football game and stuff I had a hard time processing that it was like my last football game just because I am applying to grad school at Alabama so if I end up going here for the master's of of taxation program for accounting if I end up going here then I'll have one more season so it was kind of like is this actually my last season is it not I don't really know yet so it was just a weird day overall and um tonight I'm actually throwing my best friend Katie, who you guys have heard on the podcast before, and she has a YouTube channel, so a lot of you guys probably know who she is too, but we are throwing her a surprise 21st birthday party because she turns 21 at midnight tonight, and I'm so excited, and that's what we're doing later today, and I'm about to go over there in about two hours probably, so I'm just super excited, and I'm telling you guys that just because I'm so excited and I can't keep my mouth shut, so anyways, I'm going to just go ahead and get started with the quote for this uh, week's episode. Um, I just wanted to find one that was very motivational and kind of a kick in the butt to just get studying. And you've got to get up every morning with determination if you're going to go to bed with satisfaction. And I just liked that quote a lot because I think that it's so important that you start your day off on a good note whenever it's a time of year, whenever you have a lot going on, whether it's a ton of like Um, projects at work or if you just have a ton of projects at school or you have a ton of tests to study for you just have a lot to get done in general you have to start your day with determination to get things done if you're going to go to bed feeling satisfied and less stressed I find that I'm most stressed whenever I put things off and I just do things when I feel like doing them instead of doing things when I have time for them because a lot of times like literally me today waiting to record this podcast until I felt like doing it Um, I've had plenty of time to do it this week, but I've just waited until now because I wanted to wait until I felt like doing it. And if I just started doing things when I had the time to do them, I would get so much more done and I would get things done quicker um, instead of waiting until I feel like doing things. And I feel like that's something that a lot of us struggle with during the time of finals is we literally sit around and we wait until we feel like studying and we waste so much time waiting to feel like studying that um, we waste a lot of time that could be spent studying or getting homework or projects done. Um, So it's just really important to remember to start your day off with the right mindset and be determined to get a lot done during the day so that you can go to bed um, and, you know, relieve yourself of some stress because if you just waste your whole day away, you're going to go to bed with a lot of stress or you're going to stay up really late trying to like catch up on everything you missed during the day and it's just not a good cycle to be in. So I hope that quote inspired some of you guys. So my goal for this week, I'm going to do two separate goals because I kind of have like a weird week because on Tuesday... I leave um, to go to Texas for Thanksgiving. My brother lives outside of Texas, like kind of in the Lake City area, but he is going with his wife to his wife's parents, but we will see him on um, Wednesday, 
and I'm going to my boyfriend's family's house outside of Houston as well for Thanksgiving and then my parents are going to my aunt's house that's also outside of Houston but it's in three different areas outside of Houston um so I'm gonna see like my parents and my brother and sister-in-law which is still so weird for me to say (laughs) but I'm gonna be seeing all of them on Wednesday at my boyfriend's house and my boyfriend and sister-in-law are finally meeting my boyfriend's parents after two years of us dating which is crazy to me but they're finally meeting them so I'm super excited and like meeting his siblings and stuff so it's gonna be a great time um I don't know why I'm telling you guys all this but that's kind of like what's going on for Thanksgiving and I'm just kind of going to Texas since like I'll be able to see my brother if I go there and then because my boyfriend came to my house for Thanksgiving last year since we had the Iron Bowl um at home last year and we had to get back to Tuscaloosa like on Friday of Thanksgiving week even though we got out on Wednesday um so that we could be back for the Iron Bowl football game on Saturday but that's not the case this year so we have a full like Tuesday to Sunday which is really nice well not Tuesday but Tuesday night to Sunday um so I'll see my family and everything on Wednesday and then um be at my boyfriend's house uh Thursday and Friday and Saturday and then Sunday and come back to Tuscaloosa so my goal for like the first half of the week from like now until Tuesday I guess you would say it's to just stay focused um I have a long laundry list of things that have to be done just like kind of before I would say like Tuesday of when I get back from Thanksgiving break so about a week and a half from right now I have a lot of like little papers to write a lot of final presentations and projects to do and it's like kind of like just all piling up and I only have one final this year which is or this semester which is bizarre that's like never happened to me before especially for it being my senior year I think that's really weird but my other classes it's just like final papers or like little projects or something like that and I'm choosing not to take the final in one of them just because it's not worth um studying for to like maybe change my grade so anyways my goal is to just stay focused until Tuesday because I really need to like utilize my Sunday tomorrow and get a lot done same thing with Monday and um, just get as much as I can done so that I can actually enjoy my Thanksgiving break and not have to do so, so much over Thanksgiving break. I'm definitely going to have to do a lot, but I want to like maybe do Black Friday shopping since I'll be in Houston, but that also sounds like hell. So maybe not do that, but I just kind of want to like give myself that time to be present and enjoy Thanksgiving break and like actually take time to relax so that when I come back, I can grind it out for the rest of the um, two weeks because I need to like really study for the GMAT when I get back um because I've only studied like twice for it so far so that's for the first half of the week the second half of the week is to just enjoy time with like friends and family and be present once again um so it's kind of like staying focused in the first half so that I can stay present in the second half of the week is the way my goal set up but um a lot of times I just like get really worked up and stressed out about everything that I know is coming that I have a hard time just like sitting back and relaxing during holidays like this So I really need to like just try and be present and relax because Vlogmas literally starts um, in a week and a day, which is like insane. Like I know it's going to be pretty hard and I say that every year and I always end up being fine, but it's definitely going to be hard. Um, So I just need to like rest and prepare for that as well. And my gratitude for this week, um, I'm actually like really thankful for um, a whole like lot of different reasons but I'm doing for the first time like a Christmas giveaway this year and this has been like the first year that I feel like I'm in a position financially where like I feel good to give back to my subscribers I've done like two other giveaways before but they were only like 50 or 100 dollar giveaways and um, during vlogmas this year on my youtube channel I'm going to give away like a 50 dollar gift card somewhere um, each week and maybe like one other thing and like a fabfitfun box or something And I'm just really excited for that because I just like love giving back to the people who support me and allow me to do what I do because I never thought that I would like make money from, you know, doing YouTube and making videos and stuff. But here I am and I'm just really grateful for the financial aspect of it so that I can give back. And I'm also thankful for the financial aspect of it because I really wanted to do something to give back to the community I'm in like here in Tuscaloosa or at home or something And I decided to do like the, um, it was called Operation Christmas Child when I was little at my church, but like, I guess it's kind of a similar concept here at the church that um, I go to every now and then here in Tuscaloosa. And I just kind of like got a packet um, and chose to like, I guess, sponsor like a zero to two year old girl um, for Christmas and just like get things that they can have for Christmas um, for people in the Tuscaloosa community who aren't fortunate enough 
you know, to have a Christmas for whatever reason it may be, or maybe they don't have like a family that they're with or something like that. So, and that like really breaks my heart. And it's something that I just like enjoy doing as a kid every year. And I just did it my freshman year of college and I wanted to do it again this year. And I'm really thankful because, I mean, I went to Target yesterday and I spent like $100 on the stuff for the kid and like for it to just like not phase me. I'm really thankful for that because I remember my freshman year when I chose to do it, I didn't realize I'd have to like buy a Bible and like all that kind of stuff. And like my money was like really tight, especially during Christmas my freshman year. And I was like doing that, but I told myself like, you know, like, oh, don't feel bad about it because you're giving and it's for a good cause. And like, I didn't feel bad about it at all, obviously. And I don't feel bad about spending it now. But um, I'm just like thankful that I have the means to do that. And I also wanted to say that just so I could encourage anyone listening, if you have the financial means um, or if you have any little bit of extra money that you like maybe saved up for something and you ended up not getting or something, definitely think about giving back this holiday season to people who don't have as happy of a holiday season as some of us are um, fortunate enough to have. So that's kind of my goal and my gratitude. I know they're like a little bit different and weird, but I just wanted to let you guys know, as I usually do, um, I'm going to go ahead and get started into my tips. I have 20 like quick tips for preparing for finals and like effectively studying and everything. But first of all, I'm going to give you guys my preferred study methods. I get asked a lot how I study. And if you're new to the podcast and you know nothing about me, I am a senior at the University of Alabama and I'm double majoring in accounting and finance and specializing in professional accounting. I've taken like, I think by the time I graduate, I I will have taken like almost 180 or maybe a little over 180 credit hours. I don't really know. Um, Just a lot of hours. Like I've done a lot of school. Um, I took a ton of college classes in high school and I've taken a lot in college as well since I'm double majoring and specializing. So that's kind of my background. Um, And my preferred study methods, uh, it definitely depends on the class I'm taking. Like obviously all the classes I'm talking about right now and the study methods I'm talking about right now are pertinent to my accounting and finance classes. Um, You know, like whenever I took some gen ed classes, like, you know, literature or something like that in um, my first year of school, I obviously studied for those differently. So this is just how I studied for my classes. My favorite thing to do, um, I definitely like to make outlines um, that helps me really connect information to each other and kind of like learn different um, concepts and all of that kind of stuff. And I think that you know, solidifying and getting yourself familiar with vocabulary and concepts is best done whenever you make outlines and then study the outlines and condense them. So like I will make my outlines based on either my textbook or my PowerPoints, depending on which one the teacher kind of makes tests based off of. Like one of my classes, the tests are like literally just based off of like PowerPoint information because PowerPoints are so like dense and just full of journal entries. And then there's like other classes where it's like purely from the textbook. So depending on which one it is, Um, you know, I'll type up an outline. I don't write them because it's not very efficient time-wise, even though I do remember it better if I write it. When I type it, I can get a lot more information done, like, because some of my classes, it's like 40 pages worth of information of a typed up study guide, and that is a lot. So writing that would take a very long time. Um, and then I normally condense my study guides. So basically I'll make them and I'll put everything and more into it. I'll go through it and I'll highlight it and I'll read it and do all of that. And then if there's anything I can't remember or if there's something, you guys know whenever you have like really specific details underneath like one topic and there's like a ton of them and you're kind of like having a hard time remembering like what details belong to what topic. I'm really good at knowing the details of things, but I always like forget the main idea that they go with, if that makes sense. That's like the most generalized way I can say that. So whenever that's my problem, I condense my study guides. So I will make my big study guide and then I'll like make like a second little Word document and just type up like just the heading of something and then just only type up the subheadings and components of the thing and not put the definitions and examples and all that stuff with it so that I can like remember what subtopics go with the main topics instead of it being like the subtopics with like a ton of information next to them. Um, and then anything I can't remember very well, I just put on flashcards or Quizlet because there's some things that you just kind of like learn and you know, and you don't need to study them anymore, but then there's things you have a really hard time remembering. So when that happens, that's when I pull out my flashcards or make a Quizlet. And as far as working problems goes, I will work problems until I can do them without looking at, um, the answers or my study guide. And it's kind of like 
the whole thing is that like practice makes perfect when it comes to problem-based classes like a math class or a chemistry class or you know an accounting class even I find that I probably would have done better in my um, intermediate accounting one and two classes if I didn't focus so much on my textbook like it was good because I always did really well understanding concepts but I didn't always apply the concepts as well just because I was so focused on understanding the concepts that I didn't work the problems as much as I should have and I would work them while I was studying but I didn't like get it down to where like I could do the problem under any circumstance and from any point of view so working problems um, until you like actually know what you're doing and you're not just doing it from muscle memorization is really important and using like a master list and like making your own study guides is really important because a lot of times I make a study guide and I send them to people and my friends and stuff because they like ask for it and I'm just nice and I do that but I know it's you know going to hurt them so it's like I don't mind sending it to them because I'm like okay you didn't make a study guide like this isn't going to help you very much because you know you didn't make it yourself and you're just studying something that I put down so like I'm always the one that ends up doing better but um you know making your own is very important so I don't recommend like buying them off of people or asking people for their study guides just do your own (laughs) so as far as my 20 tips go to prepare for finals and actually do well my number one tip well not my number one tip but my first tip on the list is to start with an organized and clean space this is so so important because you really want to make sure that you know you are in a cluttered environment because if you're in a cluttered environment that causes mind clutter at least it does for me I do this thing and I especially did this in my apartment since I had just such a small place to clean. I don't really do it as much in the house I live in now. But when I was in my apartment, I would like clean my whole room and, you know, like do my laundry and like clean up my bathroom before I ever spent any time studying in my bedroom because I needed a clean, organized space in order for me to, you know, stay focused and not have any mental clutter. So that's super important to me. And I think that if you're having a hard time like studying and staying focused studying while you're in your place, try and clean your room a little bit um, and just straighten up the area at least that you'll be studying in so that you aren't in such a cluttered space. Number two is to make a study schedule and like to-do list and be specific about what needs to get done each day. This is really important because you can just like write in your planner all day long, study biology or study accounting, but like what do you actually need to do to study? Do you need to make flashcards? Do you need to make an outline? Do you need to finish an outline? Do you need to work certain problems? You know, like, what is it that you need to do to study? And like, when do you want to get it done by? I think that like making sure you plan out your studying to where like, you make sure that you actually finish studying a day or two, like making, no, let me rephrase that. (laughs) You have to make sure you finish making your study materials a few days before the test so that you can actually study those materials the days leading up to the test instead of making your study materials the day before the test and then studying them the day of. So that's super important to me and that helps so much just planning out when I need to do what and I like to like just have like one big to-do list that just has like everything I need to study and get done and then I have normally like a more specific one just for the day Um, and that's just kind of how I do it but Number three is to not wait until last minute. Um, Starting a week in advance uh, is a really good idea, but it obviously depends on your major. It depends on what class it is, um, and you kind of know how long you need to study. But for me, I generally start studying like a week in advance, sometimes like five days. I can normally finish making study materials within two days, and then um, sometimes it's three or four depending on the class. But I always try and make sure I have at least one and a half like full days of just being able to study the materials I've prepared Um, and that's just like what works best for me if you wait until last minute you're going to cause yourself a lot more stress and you're probably not going to get through all the material you need to get through number four is to get plenty of rest and not to neglect sleep I used to just stay up so late studying and not sleep very much um That was mainly like in high school, I feel like, whenever I was taking all my AP classes. But I kind of had to stay up late because I wouldn't get home from like volleyball practice until really late. Or not really late, but pretty late. Then I would like eat and shower and then I would get started studying. But when you were taking like six or seven of those college classes and you have a test and all of them in one week, it's like you kind of have to go through a lot of material and I would stay up really late. So I honestly didn't have much of a choice. But it's really important to sleep because if 
you don't sleep, you're not going to be as focused when you're studying. And if you're not as focused, you're not going to retain as much information. I know a lot of people think the best way to do it is to cram the two or three nights before a test and literally stay up, you know, pull an all-nighter. And people like love to boast about all-nighters. They're like, yeah, I studied for like 20 hours for this test and it's been the past 20 hours. I'm like, okay, good for you. That's not effective at all. And you probably didn't do well on your test if I had the guess, you know, like you don't want to cram like all the hours leading up before a test. You want to be able to break it up and give your mind some rest. And you won't need to make sure you're sleeping because if you don't sleep, then you're going to be really tired the day of your test. And it's just not a good situation. Like I remember um, I had a final at 8 a.m. my sophomore year spring semester in um, tax. And I remember it was at 8 a.m. And I remember being up until 3 a.m. studying for that test. And I woke up at like 6.30 to study more for it. And I thought I did so well on the test. And I genuinely did know the information But all the studying I did up until 3 a.m. was just like me panicking that I didn't know all of it when I should have just gone to bed and I probably would have done better on the test if I just went to bed instead of stayed up studying out of fear that I didn't know everything. So definitely make sure you get sleep so that you can be in your best mindset whenever you are actually studying and whenever you're taking the test because sleep is really important to have a very clear head. And number five is to find what hours in the day you're most productive and capitalize on that. So Some people are morning studiers, some people like to study throughout the day, some people like to study at night. Whatever it is, figure out what works best for you and do that. I definitely know that it's different for a lot of people. I would prefer to get all my studying done in the morning so I don't have to during the day and at night and I can enjoy my night. But in all honesty, I just like to kind of like have my mornings to myself. During the day, I have a lot of brain fog usually or I'm just like feeling kind of like tired. I crash around like 1 p.m. until 3-ish, 4-ish sometimes five and that just kind of leaves me with the evening to be productive unfortunately I could definitely change that if I wanted to and just start going to bed at like 10 instead of midnight and probably study in the morning and be fine but it just doesn't work best with my schedule right now so for me I like to study at night and not necessarily late at night I'm just meaning like after dinner I'm gonna go to a coffee shop and study for a couple hours on the weekends like on days that I don't have class I do like studying in the morning it's the times that like I have class during the day. I hate coming home and studying immediately in the afternoon if I have class from 9.30 to 3, you know? I Because that's my situation now. I'll be in class or tutoring from 9.30 to 3. And then I get home and I'm just like mentally exhausted from sitting through so many lectures and tutoring people. The last thing I want to do is study. So I'm not going to force myself to study when my mind is exhausted because I won't be in a good mental state. So I normally will wait until I've like worked out, eat dinner, and then it's later on in the night and I'll study. But for example, on like Fridays and Sundays and stuff like that when I don't have class, I really like do like to study in the morning. I like to just like get up, shower, put some clothes on and go to a coffee shop and just park my butt there all day and study. And that's kind of like how I do it on the weekends usually. So just find what works best for you and capitalize on that. Number six is to find and create your ideal study environment and organize your studying space to fit that. So for me, I like to have like a lot of space. I don't like to be crammed. I'm normally on like my laptop and then I have a notebook if I'm working problems or I'm just on my laptop um, typing up a study guide. For me, I don't really do much studying at my house because I'm really bad at getting things done because I usually, if I'm sitting at my desk where like my Mac desktop is, I will be tempted to work on podcasts and YouTube stuff and just do that and tell myself oh you're still being productive it's okay you can do those things because it's for work and they're productive but in reality I really need to be studying so in order to avoid that distraction I know that that's a distraction for me to like be sitting at my desk you know like where I do all of my YouTube work Um, I kind of have to have my spaces separate honestly like my desk in my house is where I edit my YouTube videos where I make my thumbnails you know, it's where I do all of that stuff. If I like try and study right here, I feel like I'm in my YouTube mindset, if that makes sense. So I know that studying at my desk isn't my best idea. Um, So I know that I need to go to like a library or a coffee shop and study there. And that's like definitely my favorite studying environment. And that's my ideal study environment. Maybe your ideal study environment is at your desk in your room. You know, do you like to have a candle burning? Do you like to have a drink with you, like a coffee or just a big thing of like lemon water? Um, do you like to have like all your notebooks and notes laid out or do you like it to all be a very clean and crisp, crisp space? Gosh, I cannot talk. But just figure out what works best for you and what you like and 
do just that so that you can have your most effective studying time. Number seven is to eat meals that give you energy and not make you tired. So a lot of times, you know, like you'll eat like a really heavy meal and you know how you'll get really tired after because you just ate like a big bowl of like potato soup or you just had a ton of pasta and you just want to go like unbutton your pants and lay on the couch and watch a movie and fall asleep. Eat foods that give you some energy in your brain. Um, I find that I'm like best if I have like a meal I really enjoy that like gives me energy with like some good vegetables, maybe a little bit of pasta, like just some protein pasta or some protein from another source of protein in general just make sure that you're just like not eating like this huge meal that's going to make you so full that puts you in a food coma right before you're going to start studying you know like don't have like a ton of sugary like french toast for breakfast or something and then or a ton of pancakes and then go and try and study because you're going to crash from all that sugar and you're not going to feel like studying or you're just going to be too full and not feel like studying so just kind of like know what when you're going to be studying if you know you're going to be studying um from like noon to like five today and you are going to get breakfast with a friend or you're making breakfast at your house um don't choose the pancakes because you're probably going to crash right after you eat them if that makes sense number eight is to um if you if you like studying with people find one to two people to like work problems with and teach material to one another so this is honestly like my best tactic i feel like i feel like whenever i teach people things I become a master in them and I learn them and I learn them for the long term and not the short term memorization part so for example you know like I'm a um economics teacher assistant and I tutor people in economics when I teach economics to people I feel like I get stronger and stronger in the subjects each year because I'm constantly like getting better at explaining things and teaching them to them or teaching the material to them like makes me feel like I just like master the material quicker and better and for example um for my last government and nonprofit accounting test which is the only accounting test in upper division that I've ever made an A on which is kind of crazy to say because it's my second to last upper division accounting class and I just now made an A on a test for the first time in upper division accounting classes but I finally made one and the way I studied for that test was by literally my boyfriend and I are both in the class together and we went to a coffee shop And we walked through all of the practice problems and did them. And I kind of like, my boyfriend had a lot of other tests during the week and I didn't. So I like knew that I could prioritize studying for that test. And he kind of just had to like make time to study for that test. So since I was able to study for it more, I was like, you know what? I will teach you some of this material and it'll benefit both of us. And doing that helped me so much. Like I pretty much went into our study session knowing how to do everything and solidified all of that by teaching it to him and working the problems through with him and we did that like literally all day long and it helped me so much and I feel like that's why I got an A on the test um so definitely do that if that works for you some people hate studying with other people and it's not productive just know that like know your friends because like some people I could go and study with or go to a coffee shop with and we could work on separate things and it'd be fine but I could also go to coffee shops with other people and know that I'm not really going to get anything done because I'm just going to be talking to them the whole time but preferably find people in your class that you can like ask questions about material with or that you can like work problems with or you can teach to each other. I know our libraries have study rooms and it's really great to go in those study rooms and like write on the board. You can be as loud as you want and you can reserve them and just go study in them and that's really good. And definitely make sure you keep a small group because the more people you get, generally the more confusing and unproductive things to get. Number nine is to put your devices on do not disturb or turn them off and keep your phone out of reach. So I know that when I'm like in a really intense studying session, I don't need to have my phone within hand's reach near me. I need it to be in an inconvenience place, like maybe like inside of a pouch inside of my backpack at the very bottom of my backpack um, or just not in the same room on a charger somewhere. Or um, if it's my computer, I always make sure it's on do not disturb so I don't get distracted by the notifications. And that one is just simple. If the distraction is there and within your reach, you are going to get distracted by it even if you just glance at it because you're eventually going to click on it. But if it's just out of reach and you never see it, you're a lot less likely to get distracted and click on it and waste time looking at your notifications. Number 10 is to work in blocks of 30 minutes to increase your productivity and take five-minute breaks. I know I talked about this in my like time management tips episode, which was one of the first ones I recorded. I believe it's called the Pomodoro Technique, but 
pretty much working in chunks of time just increases your productivity and your brain's like focus capacity, I believe. So whenever you work for 30 minutes and then take a five minute break, um, it increases the amount you're able to like retain, I believe, just because you're giving yourself that break instead of fatiguing your brain by studying like for three hours straight and not taking a break. Um, and it kind of gives you something to look forward to when you do it in time chunks, which I really like because it's like, you know, oh, I'm only going to be studying for 30 minutes and then I get to take a five minute break and go outside really quickly and play with my dog or, you know, just go to the bathroom and get on Twitter really quickly. I don't know what it is for you, but whatever the break is, you have that to look forward to. And I feel like it's motivating to keep pushing through studying longer whenever you break the time up and you genuinely do get a lot more done. So definitely set a timer and try that out. Number 11 is to give yourself refreshers as needed. You know, like go outside, go for a quick walk, take a workout break, take a shower, get a meal with a friend so that you can like socialize and have someone to talk to and just kind of like participate in a mindless activity that doesn't require your mental focus and participation. I love getting lunch and like dinner with friends whenever it's like finals week because it's just such a good mental break to just completely withdraw myself from my studying and my work. Because if I just like... I'm cooking something I'm gonna be like studying something while I'm freaking cooking which is just like a bad habit I have or and I'm just like thinking about the work but doing that kind of like you just knock the two things out where you like get your time in with friends but it's doing something you'd be doing anyways during finals week number 12 is to know your classes and what study methods work best for each class you know don't feel the pressure to apply the same method to every class I know I used to think that I needed to make a study guide for every single class I took and that's not the case. Some of my finance classes, I just need to work the practice problems until I know what I'm doing. Um, I don't have to make a study guide for every class. You know, just know how it works for each class. If you have a ton of vocabulary you need to memorize, you probably should just be making flashcards. If you have a lot of like concepts and principles and applications memorized, study guides and like working problems would be best. Just know your classes and don't just assume, you know, a way of studying is going to work. You just have to figure out what works for each class. Number 13, um, if you're having trouble with information overload and feel there's too much to take in, break the information up and summarize it, condensing it to where you can make sure you know what details belong to what broad topic um, by summarizing your outlines can really help. So I know I talked about this earlier already and I didn't mean to then, but that's exactly what I was talking about earlier, condensing information to where you can figure out like which subtopics belong to a topic just by condensing them really, 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 really helps. And I think if you can break information up and summarize it, you're a lot more likely to remember it because you're not so stressed about remembering a ton of little details and you can remember the broad idea. So like, for example, if you're reading, um, you know, like a textbook, I think the best way to read a textbook is to like actually thoroughly read the paragraphs. And at the time, every time I wouldn't say a paragraph, but every time you ended a page, summarize each paragraph or every time you read a paragraph, summarize each paragraph in like one sentence. And I think that that is a fantastic way to know what you're reading and not forget it right away and that way whenever it's time to study what you're reading you can just go back and look at your paragraph summaries and maybe jot down a few like keywords that are vocabulary or something that were also within that paragraph or something I think that's super duper helpful number 14 is to use acronyms and mnemonic devices to your advantage I am a huge believer in acronyms and I'm a huge believer in mnemonic devices I use acronyms all the time like literally for all my tests if there's like five different fun types I need to remember for accounting I'm you bet your bottom dollar I'm freaking making an acronym to remember them and if you don't know what an acronym is um, I'm sure all of you do but if you don't it's kind of just like taking the first letter of each thing you need to memorize and making like some sentence out of it or something like that so like if the first letter of three different things was like p o and p I would just remember like oh pop is the three things that belong to this category or you can just like use the three letters if they make sense as a word together but if they don't make sense as a word then you probably need to make it into a sentence like um picking over purple or something that doesn't make any sense but I can't think of anything on the spot so you guys know what I mean with acronyms and mnemonic devices like all of that stuff can be used to your advantage like I know the Becker um CPA exam study material like all of their like stuff uses acronyms to remember things because one of my friends that was studying for the CPA during her senior year of college last year, um, she had so many different acronyms for our audit class that she like learned from the audit study material in the Becker textbook. So like acronyms are used by like literally the people who make 
the CPA exam study textbooks and materials. So like they are effective. They will help you memorize things and it's definitely really important to try and use them. Number 15, if you're reading, stop after each page and paragraph and write a summary of what you just read with important terms. I also just said this and it is what it is. I just think it's so important to do that to make your reading effective and not a waste of your time. I know I did that a lot whenever I was in high school, whenever I took like history classes and stuff, or especially when I was in like literature and English, because that information can be really dense and like all over the place sometimes. I would write like the main idea or like what happened in each paragraph so that I would have a quick reference to go back to instead of having to skim through like an entire chapter of a textbook. I could just refer to my summary. Number 16, get ready for the day in a way that makes you productive, confident, and comfortable. Look, you need to be wearing something that you would wear on a day-to-day basis to go study. Don't think you need to like get dressed up in like jeans and like a sweater or something. If that's your cup of tea, then freaking do it. But you don't want to be uncomfortable while you're studying because it's going to be hard for you to stay focused. At the same time, I think it's really important for you to change clothes, especially if you're studying at home. I know a lot of times throughout college, um, especially like in my dorm room, I would wake up in my pajamas and I'm like usually a night shower, so I wouldn't like shower in the morning. And I'd wake up in my pajamas and I would stay in my pajamas all day long if I was like studying all day. But I feel like it's so hard to get into that productive mindset if you wake up and study in the same clothes. If you want to be in those type of clothes, like very comfortable pajama type clothes, which is what I study in, I normally study in like leggings and a big t-shirt, sweatshirt, or sweatpants, at least change into like different pajamas or a different comfortable outfit because it will like make you feel like you're kind of like getting ready to study instead of just remaining in the clothes you were in, if that makes sense. And you definitely like don't want to be like, oh, I don't know if I like the way I look and what I'm wearing, or I don't know if I like, or if I think it's cute or something like that. Just wear something that you would normally wear that you feel confident in and that, you know, makes you feel like you can be more productive and be comfortable at the same time. Number 17, speak positive affirmations and keep a positive mindset prior to the test and during the test. It will reduce your stress and stress crams your memory a lot and inhibits your performance. So this is something I really didn't start doing until college, but I have to like tell myself like I am going to do well on this test. Like I know the material for this test and like obviously if you don't study for it, this is not going to be effective for you. But I find that um, if you do study for your test and you do prepare for them well, if you can get yourself to a mental state like right the 30 minutes before your test um, where you can like just totally reduce your stress that's definitely ideal because I don't think that like cramming right before the test and like trying to remember everything that you've been studying is the best way to go into a test. I think that, you know, if you can just sit there and like, you know, breathe, tell yourself, you know, like I have prepared well for this test, you know, like I deserve a good grade on this test because I have studied for it and I've studied really hard. I'm going to do well, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I feel like you do have so much more of a calm mental state whenever you are taking the test and if you're like if your mind is just like buzzing during the test which I've definitely had tests where that's been me because I was so stressed leading up to the second where I got my test paper your mind's just constantly buzzing because you've been so worried about it that your worry and your stress is overwhelming your ability to like actually take the test um in your best state if that makes sense so I personally think that you know like telling myself in the 30 minutes before the test you know like I can do this I can do this I've studied for this I am smart and I am strong and I'm going to get through this test and I can do my very best. And as long as I do my very best, that is all that matters. And then even telling yourself those things while you're studying, it's just kind of like a power push to like keep pushing through, keep studying, you know, like you're smart, you've got this, like you, you you want a good grade, you know, like you're going to feel so good when you get this good grade after you get done studying for this test. Just remember that like those words that you speak to yourself and speak over yourself are very powerful at the end of the day. Number 18 is to reward yourself when you complete um, your studying goals. And I like love this tip because I just think it's so simple and so effective. I love rewarding myself whenever I'm done studying, whether it's like going and getting dessert with my boyfriend or a friend, watching one YouTube video, or just, you know, like taking a nice bath or taking my dog to the dog park, whatever it is, like doing something that I know I will look forward to at the end of my studying makes me so much more productive to get my studying or makes me so much more encouraged and motivated to get my studying done and it makes me so much more productive during my studying time because I'm excited to do that thing and if you plan the reward ahead of time like if you know you're going to be studying all day um 
then I would just like plan your reward before you go study. You'll be like, okay, if I get all of my studying goals done for the day, you know, like finishing up my outline for this class, working through all the problems for this class and making and setting flashcards for this class, then I'm going to go get some frozen yogurt with my friend. And it will just make you so much more motivated to get it done. But don't reward yourself if you don't finish the goals. That defeats the purpose of it. And that's a very important aspect of that tip. Number 19, keep in mind that studying is temporary and rest is in the near future. Um, This is really important because sometimes I feel like whenever you're studying, it just feels like it's consuming your entire week, your entire life at the time, like all of your time, all of your free time. And you feel like every single moment of the day, you're either studying or thinking about needing to be studying. And I hate that feeling. But as long as you remind yourself that, you know, this is temporary. I don't have to study once this test is over, or maybe you do, but you can at least not study for that test anymore. Um, you will be able to rest soon. And I think remembering that it's temporary is really important because sometimes our minds like to be overdramatic and make us feel like we're never going to get a break. Number 20, don't study the material the 30 minutes to an hour before your exam. I didn't start doing this until last year, and now I am a very firm believer in it. I used to study, like have my notes out on my desk up until the second I took the test and the teacher told us to put put them away. It is so important to give your mind that rest of not looking at the material the 30 minutes to an hour before an exam because then it like just puts your mind at like a calm and like peaceful state and you can like have that mental break before you sit down and like are 100% all in taking the test. Um, sometimes I do still look at stuff right before the test and it's more of just like if there's something that I like briefly forgot for a moment I'll like go back and look at it if I'm like trying to run through things in my head but for the most part I think it can be really effective if you don't study material um, right before your test so now I want to talk about just like burnout and being productive when you don't feel like it and like motivation and all of that stuff really quickly Um, one important thing that I think helps a lot is taking a day to sort of like get your life together and not do any studying. So if you know you're about to have like a ton of tests coming up really soon, um, which one thing I hope you guys like are staying like on track and like you're planning when your tests are so that you know when you're going to have a lot of them, but you can't really do this tip if you don't keep track of when your tests are. But I think it's important to like just take a day where you only do things that have to be done, like homework. Um, or if you have to just like submit an online assignment only do those things that like have a due date that you like absolutely have to get done that day and can't be done at any other time and live like live out your ideal day you know like if you if in an ideal day in college or in high school whatever age you are um, you go to the gym you go to a coffee shop whatever do all of those things for that day and just kind of like give yourself that day of a mental break before everything gets really crazy with studying like for me it would be like going to the gym going to a coffee shop, um, eating my favorite food, seeing a friend, um, watching my favorite shows with my boyfriend, like sitting down and like preparing for studying by planning your study schedule can really help too. So like on that day where you don't really do any studying, I think if you sit down and make a study schedule on that day, it will get you motivated to do the studying. Um, and that way you go into all of your studying prepared and with a plan, which is very important. And like go to bed early on that day, um, clean your living and studying space and do things that, you know, motivate you and inspire you. You know, like if you get a lot of motivation from YouTube or Pinterest, watch a few videos that like really motivate and inspire you on that day where you're just not doing any schoolwork. Um, I think having those days are really important and I really like doing that kind of like a get your life together day but I think of it as more of like a living out your ideal day and preparing yourself for studying um I think it's really important to be real with yourself about why you feel burnout as well and like what's distracting you and do your best to eliminate those distractions a lot of times you feel burnt out just because you know like your mind just literally feels like it can't take anymore you've been studying for so many different tests for so long I know that last semester, I literally had a test like every week, the entire semester. Um, And that's just kind of the way they fell. I only had like two or three weeks during the whole semester where I didn't have any tests. And I just felt so burnt out all the time. And I found that like prioritizing doing the things that require no mental focus and no studying was really important, um, such as working out and, um, you know, like walking my dog on nice long walks, just cooking, doing things like that that just literally don't require you to use your head. 
um, were so, so important for me whenever I got really burnt out. Um, and as far as distractions go, like if you're just like not motivated, a lot of the times it's because you're distracted and you have to get real with yourself. You need to sit down and just be like, you know, a, I'm not motivated. Why am I not motivated? And a lot of the times it's probably because you're distracted. And if you're just distracted, you know, like, why are you distracted? Are you just, you know, scrolling through Instagram all day long? You know, like go delete the app from your phone for the week while you're studying or for the day while you're studying. Um, you know, are you watching a ton of YouTube videos? Delete that app or just force yourself to be in an environment where you can't watch YouTube videos. Just eliminate those distractions because if you don't do anything about it and you don't acknowledge them, they will never go away and they will forever inhibit your productivity and your ability to get things done. Um, my last tip just for like being productive when you don't feel like it is to limit your screen time and make sure you rest. Being on your phone generally in no way is going to increase your productivity. For me, I get a lot of inspiration from Pinterest. Um, I don't know why. I just like get really inspired every time I go on there. And that's something I really like to do. But I could sit on there for hours. Um, but I know that it can be productive to an extent if I let myself get on there for five minutes and get inspired really quickly. But if I don't eliminate that distraction and set the time limit for it, it becomes something that's not productive. So I think if you can limit your screen time, for the week and like make sure you're prioritizing rest you know you're going to be a lot more productive throughout the week and you're going to feel a lot less drained because a lot of times we're drained a because we have been studying a lot and b because you know we're staying up late and not getting a lot of sleep now i want to talk about some self-care during like finals time or midterms just whenever i have a lot of tests my favorite things to do i like to do um a lot of extra stretching whenever I'm like at the gym and stuff, just because I feel like it relieves a lot of the tension that I'm building up in my muscles and just like in my neck and stuff whenever I am, you know, so tense from like studying all the time and sitting at a desk or a table. Um, and I continue working out whenever I'm really stressed and have a lot of tests going on rather than stopping for a week like a lot of people do. I know I got a lot of questions when I asked you guys to ask me questions on the Gen Z Girl podcast page. A lot of people were asking, you know, like, how do you go to the gym? How do you make time for that? I swear I have no time for that. I used to think I didn't have time for it either, but um, if you have not listened to my fitness journey episode yet, I highly, highly recommend you doing that because I talk about how, you know, once you get into the routine of working out, it just becomes a habit and it's something that you cra- your body and mind crave to do and you stop making excuses for it. So like for me, it's just part of my weekly routine, my daily, I wouldn't want to say daily routine because I normally only work out at least four days a week. But it's part of my routine. So like I once it becomes part of your routine, you're straight up making time for it. So the times when it's really hard for you to go to the gym, if you're like sitting there saying like, oh, I don't have time for this. It's not that you don't have time for it. It's that you've never made it a priority in your life for a consistent amount of time to where you feel like you don't have time for it. When in reality, you just don't make time for it and you never have for a consistent three week period. So you feel like you don't have the time for it. And that might sound a little harsh, but like, it's just the truth. Like if it's something that you've never prioritized doing and you've never committed to doing for more than 21 days, you're just not going to make the time for it because you just have yet to make it a priority in your life. Um, I really like going to yoga classes, which I haven't done in a long time and I really should go to them, but I think they can be very relaxing for your mind. Um, a lot of times, sometimes it is hard for me to like unplug my mind when I'm in yoga classes and like church and stuff like that but if you can just like get yourself to focus and just you know channel all of your energy in that class that's really helpful I definitely like to do face masks um shower with music audiobooks podcasts um I don't neglect my skincare I make sure I still take care of my skin and everything during finals just because I do normally eat a little bit like not necessarily less healthy because I still like to eat like good foods but like whenever I'm like rewarding myself and eating like a muffin or froyo or something for finishing my studying or eating it while I'm at a coffee shop obviously like that does kind of take a toll on my skin so I want to make sure I take care of that but as far as like showering with music and audiobook and podcasts I love doing that kind of stuff because it's like another way to like just disconnect your mind in the shower if you have something playing to distract your mind from all your schoolwork and everything um, another thing is like allowing myself to truly unwind before bed instead of like studying up until the moment I go to bed, which I used to do all the time. I would study until I started falling asleep at my desk and then just go straight to bed. But now I love to give myself time to unwind, like light a few candles, get in my comfiest pajamas, watch like an episode of a show that I'm watching with my boyfriend, watch a YouTube video, read a little bit of a book, whatever it is. I love to have 30 to 45 minutes before bed where I'm just unplugged and 
not doing anything related to my schoolwork. Um, I also really like to treat myself to Starbucks, going to dinner with friends, getting dessert with friends. Like I said earlier, doing those things that you would already be doing, but making sure you're doing them with like friends or a significant other is really great for giving your mind that mental break. Um, And going to church is another thing I really, I haven't been doing recently very consistently, but um, I went to church like this past Sunday and then Thursday for the college night. And I plan on going tomorrow and I just feel like it's a great way once again to unplug my mind. If you haven't been able to tell, my favorite way of self-care is to completely get my mind detached from all of my work and schoolwork. So that's why I'm saying all things that like make me do that. Um, And going along with that, just basically doing anything that's mindless to give you a true break where you aren't thinking about your to-do list and all the studying you need to do is going to be your best form of self-care. I also like to wake up earlier and go to bed earlier during my finals week instead of the opposite, which I know a lot of people do because they're staying up late to study. Um, I like to study at my favorite coffee shops. I feel like that's just like a such a good form of self-care for me is just like going to a coffee shop. I don't know what it is, but it just like makes me so much more calm than studying in my own house. Um, I like to like set motivational quotes as like my backgrounds and stuff during a really stressful time because it keeps me going. Um, crying, letting myself cry from stress. I do that all the time. I like to go to Target. <laughs> that's another form of self-care. I don't know what it is about Target. I would love to like see a research study or something that's like what it is about target that genuinely just puts people in a better mood because i hate grocery shopping and i could never hate going into target like ever no matter what i'm buying if i'm going to buy batteries i'm so excited to go buy my batteries from target um i also like to just like cuddle with my dog you know like watch her play outside play with her and her toys walk her and just do mindless things like that so now i'm going to get into the questions of the episode um, like I said, I asked you guys to ask me questions on the Gen Z Girl Podcast Instagram. It's just at Gen Z Girl Podcast if you guys want to follow it and participate in asking questions. Um, I pretty much ask you guys to ask me questions pretty much every week, so definitely do that. Um, someone asked or said they can't find their study, or I'm not, I'm not saying why, I don't know why I'm saying them. She said, can't find my study type at all. Help. Okay. I feel like if you haven't found your study type, you just haven't really found something that works for you because you haven't really explored enough methods you know have you tried you know like doing your outlines on your computer have you tried taking them by hand I find that like you don't find your study type until you literally try everything out because for me um if and a lot of times like you think you have to find this specific study type that's just going to be the end-all be-all yes this is what helps me get 100 on the test that's generally not how it is I feel like you just have to do something that makes it a little bit more enjoyable for you um you know I think that in general things that are going to be effective for pretty much everyone is going to be writing and rewriting things and making flashcards and studying them. I feel like those two are never fails. So definitely try those out if you haven't tried them yet. Um, And if you want something interactive, if you make flashcards on Quizlet, you can like generate practice tests and like make them all multiple choice, all fill in the blank. You can do a little matching game on Quizlet and that makes it super interactive for you and that might may help a lot. But if you can't find your study type, honestly, look up on Pinterest like study methods or, you know, even Google like, most effective study methods or something or look it up on YouTube and I promise you there's probably information out there that may like get you inspired to try something else so my best tip for you is to literally just keep trying different methods but also but also know that you're not going to find something that's just like an end-all be-all someone asked when do you think you're done studying for a test or are you ever done honestly I feel like whenever I took like econ and some of my finance classes I've taken Um, I've gotten to a point where I feel like I'm done studying because it's just like, okay, I know all of this information like the back of my hand. I can like work through all the practice problems like flawlessly. I know all the formulas. I know all the vocabulary words and I feel done. I will say with 100% confidence that I have never felt done studying for an accounting test and I do not know what it is and I'm curious what major this person was who asked this question like what major she's in because I truly feel like I'm never done studying for a test in accounting and math tests I always felt like I was done studying too but there's just something about accounting that I think is very like stressful for me where I feel like I never truly finish because I'm just constantly like sitting there like okay like there's so much information how do I sort through all of it how do I study for all of it like have I gotten through everything I always feel like there's one little concept or principle that I like 
don't really have down all the way and I feel like it's just because accounting tests can be very dense and classes are normally very dense so for me in my opinion I don't know if you're asking if like I know a certain amount of time after I'm done studying or anything like that and that's generally not the case but for me personally in most classes yes I get to a point where I feel like I'm done studying um but in accounting no I generally don't just because it's so much like thorough application um, someone asked for accounting study tips. So whenever I was in intro to financial accounting, which is just like the one you take in lower division if you're a business student at Alabama, um, in that class, I read all of the chapters. I made flashcards for all of the formulas, if there were formulas, and the vocabulary words. Um, a lot, I say vocabulary words and it probably sounds like I'm meaning like an English word, like a English test word or something. But no, I'm just meaning like a vocab I'm just meaning like a vocabulary word like you know a contra asset or something like that um in that situation I would make vocabulary uh flashcards but in general I would like write out all my journal entries on like this one sheet of paper like um, basically call it a master list I would write out all the formulas I needed to know and like how um each journal entry affected each like statement like whether it was like the balance sheet or the income statement or, you know, like statement of retained earnings, statement of cash flows, whatever it is, I would write that next to each like little entry, Um, you know, make sure I have my T accounts going, all of that kind of stuff. But I think in that intro to financial accounting class, um, those master lists really helped me because it kind of put, it was like a brain dump onto one page and I would fit everything onto one page. Um, But I wouldn't always do everything. I would do the things I couldn't remember or didn't know very well. I would stick them um, on that master list. So if there was like a certain journal entry that I couldn't remember very well, I would write what the journal entry is for or like write out what's happening like in the transaction and then write the journal entry underneath it and do that for all of the transactions and journal entries I didn't really know very well and just memorize that. Um, and then for like the all the upper division accounting classes, it's honestly been different for every class, but I would say for intermediate accounting, working the problems and knowing both sides of problems is so important like especially in intermediate accounting too. Are you the person borrowing money or or are you the person lending money? You know, like you have to know both sides of problems in those kind of classes. And it's just kind of hard to like just know everything. But I feel like if you know one way like very well and understand it, you can understand the opposite side of it as well. But working problems, I think is the biggest thing for accounting um, and just actually knowing what you're doing when you're working the problems and being able to work them without referencing stuff is super important. I thought this was a really fun question. What's your favorite holiday drink to study with? Oh my gosh. I, it depends on where I'm at. So if I'm at Starbucks, I'm normally like an iced coffee person, but in the holidays, I do really like all the hot coffees. Um, my favorite drink right now, like for the holidays, it's like a little bit less or it's a little bit more guilt-free is getting a white peppermint mocha with half the pumps of the white mocha syrup and half the pumps of the peppermint with coconut milk and no whipped cream and it's so so good it's a lot less sugary and a lot more lighter and it's almost completely dairy-free the white mocha syrup or sauce or whatever does have like condensed milk in it or something like that but the coconut milk makes it a lot less heavy on my stomach um, I really enjoy that drink, but if I'm like at my favorite coffee shop in Tuscaloosa, it's completely different because they have like different drinks, but I normally get like some type of iced uh, specialty latte or something like that. Someone asked how to make it through five finals in three days. That's definitely going to be very hard. Good luck with that. But I think the most important thing is to make sure you're resting and that you are prioritizing your time like for the whole week and a half before your test. I would say even two weeks that you are like you have a strict study schedule. You are following that schedule and that you are prioritizing your time and allocating it properly to each class. I had to take all three of my finals back to back to back last year um, or last semester and then like immediately fly out like the next morning to Houston for an office visit and it was so horrible like it was literally so horrible it has to do um cost accounting and um the investments finance class and what was the other one there was another final I had to take and I just can't remember what it was right now but um I had to take three back to back to back and it was just not easy at all like, I really, really struggled because I remember after the first final, I was like, oh, I've got this. I can do this. 
but then it was like the second one like because I would pretty much like leave a final have 30 minutes and then have to go take the next one because they give you so much time to take them or whatever but they were back to back to back and taking all three in one day was not fun but I just had to make sure that I prioritized my time leading up to the finals and make made sure that I was like actually allocating time to each class properly and you know not procrastinating was like the biggest thing for me because if you procrastinate and you have five finals in three days like you're not going to be in a good situation like you need to start studying as early as possible, um, giving yourself plenty of mental breaks, um, you know, don't cram everything. A lot of people were asking, like, is it better to, you know, study all day long, like, for one class or to, like, study multiple classes in one day? I personally like to do multiple classes in one day just because if I stay focused on one thing for a while, I start stressing about the other class. And if I stay focused on, you know, multiple different things, then I'm kind of, like, breaking it up and I'm, you know, making progress in all three areas if that makes sense that is everything for this episode um good luck on your finals if you're taking them soon or at some point and i hope these study tips helped you guys um let definitely like comment on the gen z girl podcast uh instagram post if you have any like vital study tips that you think have helped a lot um if you join the gen z girl podcast facebook group um you guys can like give each other study tips and study motivation in there i think that'd be like really cute and fun for us to like all motivate each other in there a lot of people keep requesting to join the group but they don't answer any of the questions and it's literally super simple questions like are you going to follow the rules who is the host of the podcast and that kind of thing so make sure you're answering the questions I have like 25 people in the like waiting to be approved list but I'm not going to approve any of them until um they've answered the questions just so I make sure it's not someone that's going to come in and be a hater or anything like that and you know hurt people's feelings or just you know be a troll so I just want to make sure um you guys know that and you if you just look up uh Gen Z Girl Podcast Facebook group um on Facebook or Gen Z Girl Podcast group on Facebook I said that wrong you guys should be able to find it and it's the group not the Facebook page so definitely be sure to check that out as well as the Instagram page and thank you guys so much for listening I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you guys next week bye